We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in another week with Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN, and uh, you know it should be a fun week, right? Memorial Day behind us. We're in that That's kind right. of summer swing of things, and I, I mean, what a better way to kick off your first unofficial week of summer than with opening day here in Buffalo? And That's, that's uh, what ha- what's going to happen later on tonight. The Blue Jays, right now, if you're wondering where they stand in the AL East, the, the AL East is great, minus the Orioles. Six and a half games back, Buffalo getting a major league team at Salem Field. Brian, and the first game with fans at Salem Field against one of the teams that Buffalo lost out to bring to Buffalo I, the in only 93. Thing that I would have changed is, you know, opening day. I feel like opening day is it's supposed to have like a daytime feel. Like I like opening day when the game is played during the day. 100%. Can you imagine this week though where everyone has Monday off and then if you go to this game, you're going like to a, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock pitch. <laughs> you're just writing this whole week off. Like oh, nothing's what? getting done the rest of like I'm Monday yeah. and Tuesday I'm not working. I'm not working the rest of the week either. It's not happening. And we all um, mailed it on Wednesdays anyway. Yeah. I mean, come on. Once you pass Wednesday, no one's worked for the last year. So, I mean, really you're talking about a one-day work week. Um, anyways, uh, Rob Longley is joining us uh, now covering the Blue Jays for the Toronto Sun. You know, Rob, I said this morning, uh, everyone here in Buffalo, we're simultaneously, uh, every Buffalo sports fan is pointing and laughing at Toronto sports fans, but also, you know, handing out, uh, putting out a hand of uh, welcome to Toronto sports fans. It, it is a weird feeling to be doing that after the Leafs loss and then we're welcoming in the Blue Jays. There were many great tweets about the Maple Leafs this morning, and that was high on the list. I love that. It was a, a perfect line because you're right. I mean, Buffalo hockey fans have no use for Toronto hockey fans, but baseball, come on down. Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, baseball, basketball, we got no problem with you. It's a perfect, you know. Um, the hockey, uh, I'm kind of glad last night turned out the way that it did. But anyway, we'll focus on the baseball. And uh, you, you've been following the team this year, I, I, I got to ask you, you know, personally and covering this team over the last two years, it's got to be strange for yourself and for everyone else who's trying to keep tabs on these guys. They're calling, you know, however many different places home over the last two years. Uh, they don't really know what's next. There's still this level of uncertainty on, you know, who knows, maybe they'll finish the season in Toronto. Uh, what's it like kind of trying to keep track of that uh, when it comes to the Blue Jays? Yeah, it, it's been difficult, of course. I mean, nobody wants to hear uh, the difficulties that a journalist has in covering the team, but so much of, of 
covering a team like that and a, a beat like that is to is the personal relationships you develop, and that's that's through one-on-one conversations and on the field, the batting cage, in, in the clubhouse, and, and however it may be, and um, you know that that translates into much better coverage. But we haven't had that opportunity. It's been all Zoom all the time since uh, basically last July, and um, the roster's changed over uh, a number of players since then. So, so really, you, you feel. Um, as much as the team is distanced from Toronto, you feel distanced from the players as well. And it's really hard to get a feel for what goes on in the clubhouse, uh, what these guys are feeling and what, and what they're truly like. So yeah, the challenges are high for this team and and for anybody that's associated with it. Yeah. You mentioned the, uh, the roster turning over as a Mets fan, I think, uh, thank the blue Jays for Jonathan VR. Uh, Let me ask you, what's the uh, thought process of people up in Toronto? When do they think they might actually see the blue Jays play in the city of Toronto, I think Toronto people have stopped thinking about it <laughs> uh, because they just they were, people are so frustrated with the border right now. I mean, it's it's going to be closed until at least June twenty first, and and uh, you know I think realistically um, August first would be an, would be a potential time for the Jays to come home, but it all hinges on that border. Um, my prediction would be more. Uh, to get September and, and possibly October baseball in Toronto. I don't. I think if you look uh, too much prior to that, you're, you're being a little bit too ambitious. Uh, we're getting a little bit better with our back vaccinations up here, and our numbers are starting to come down. But the government, it seems, is very hesitant to, to open that border. And uh, until there's any hint of that happening, then the Blue Jays are going to be in Buffalo. So my prediction would be that they're going to be there for at least as long as they were last year, which would be a, a two-month stint. Yeah, it is uh, kind of wild to look at, it, and it was maybe evident over the weekend when you're talking about that uh, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs game yesterday. It was like a fight to get just 500 fully vaccinated healthcare workers into an arena to watch a hockey game, and that was you know a big you know multi-day event. So the baseball thing would seem to be like a, a long ways off. Um, do you think fans? play a role in that decision at all um you know if they could move to toronto but there was no fans would that cause any sort of delay or just the first opportunity they get to play in toronto it would happen my sense is that the team would move to toronto at at the first opportunity but you raise a really good point because um i think one of the one of the many things that the jays are enthused about and you're turning, returning to Buffalo is the opportunity to play in front of fans. It's going to be a, a vastly different experience for the players than it was last year, where it was just the candid noise and the cardboard cutouts. Um, I think there's going to be a real enthusiasm to to see whatever it's going to be, uh, five or six thousand to start, and, and and maybe more by the by the time we get to July. Um, some of the players that I talked to were, were, were quite frustrated with uh, the experience down in Dunedin. For a number of reasons, it was it was getting way too hot by the end of May. The sun was a real issue for the first couple of uh, innings because there's no second deck there at the at TD Ballpark where they play their spring training games. But most of all, they were they were only there was only about 1,400 people in in the building, and virtually every game they played there, there was far more people uh, supporting the visiting team. They played a, a series against Tampa, who are based just down the street, basically. They played a series against uh, Philadelphia, whose home is in Clearwater, and many people from the Philadelphia region have retired down there. They played the Yankees and the Red Sox, and there's Yankees and Red Sox fans everywhere. So every game they played down in Dunedin, they felt like a a, a true visiting team. 
And I think there's a real um, hope that uh, that Buffalo will welcome this team with uh, as Blue Jays fans, and that they'll finally get to play in front of a quote unquote home crowd for the first time since uh, September of 2019. And looking at the uh, looking at the game, looking at the field, uh, the Jays right now six and a half back of those Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, who are the star players to keep an eye on for those going to the game tonight? Well, the big one will be the, uh, uh, a guy that Buffalo fans are somewhat familiar with because he he had a good uh, term in Buffalo in 2018, and that would be Vlad Guerrero Jr. Um, he's been just on fire this season. He, he, for a while there, he led the league in home runs. He's got 16 home runs already, which is a career high for him. Uh, he's just been he, he lost a bunch of weight in the off season, and he's been you know he's been the superstar that many had pre- predicted he would be. Bo Bichette's another guy who played for the Bisons uh, back in 2018, and he's He's become a real solid and borderline star major leaguer. Uh, and the guy who's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow night, I think, is, is Alec Manoa, who was their first-round draft pick in 2019. He's a starting pitcher who they have big high hopes for. And he made his major league debut last week in Yankee Stadium and pitched five shutout innings. And it was just it was, it was probably the highlight of the season thus far. And he's a real fun guy to watch. He's a big six foot six, 260-pounder. Throws the ball hard. Uh, is very enthusiastic on the mound, and I think uh, Blue Jays fans everywhere are really looking forward to seeing his his second start tomorrow night at Salem Field. So yeah, the, the lineup is, is pretty strong. At, at some point, you're going to see George Springer. Um, he's still uh, on the sidelines with a uh, with a quad injury and has, has missed uh, 48 games to this point. But I think we'll see him make his return to the lineup. Uh, if not this week, in, in time for that uh, second homestand against the Yankees uh, later in June. Hey, I'm wondering what you um, have heard from the players, if anything, about some of the improvements. So that's something we talked about a lot this morning. But some of the improvements that were made last year on a temporary basis are now a little bit more permanent this year. Uh, was there a lot of, you know, uh, griping uh, from players at all last year about the facility because it's not exactly what they're used to? And, uh, you know, what do you think about the improvements that were made to this field to make it more like a major league ballpark as much as they could in that short period of time? Uh, do you think that makes a big difference for players? Yeah, I think they'll be very well received. Um, and to, to the players' credit, there wasn't a there was very little uh, public writing last year, and that was sort of a, a mantra that was was uh, came right from manager Charlie Montoya all the way down. They never used Buffalo the conditions in Buffalo as an excuse, and and they truly made the best of it. But I think um, uh, we haven't spoken to any of the players since they've seen the changes, and most of them were at the field yesterday, from what I understand. But I think they're going to appreciate a lot of what they see. Um, the weight room that they used last year was a temporary one. It was on, on one of the concourses. And they basically had to wander through the stadium to get to anywhere, whether whether they have, were having their meals or whether they were doing their workouts or getting getting some of their treatments. Now it's all going to be in one in one sort of concentrated area where, where um, the Jays have made a proper weight room. And this is something that's going to benefit the Bisons as well down the road. But I think mostly they're going to notice some of the things on the field. Uh, no longer are the... Uh, are the bullpens uh, down the foul lines? They're now going to be. Uh, they're now. They, they built them outside of the outfield wall in, in right center field there. So that's going to be a big improvement. That's where. That's where. They're used to. There's only one other stadium in Major League Baseball, and that's in Oakland, where, where they have to deal with that kind of thing. Um, and I think they're just. I think that the park is going to have a better feel. The feel. Uh, feel to them. The lighting has been improved. 
Um, they put in a new outfield. I think it's I think it's as good as it was last year, given how quickly things had to come together. I think they're going to really uh, notice the improvements um, to to a greater extent this year. And I think they're going to I think they're going to like playing um, June and July baseball in Buffalo. Uh, they were getting pretty tired, as I said earlier, of, of playing down in Tampa and that heat and humidity and the threat of uh, thunderstorms every night. So I, I think it's going to be very well received. Um, look, let's be honest. Most of these guys, once they make the show, they'd, they'd much rather be in a major league ballpark. But uh, given the situation and given the circumstances, uh, I think Salem Field is going to be as, as good or better than, than they could expect from what is, quote-unquote, a minor league stadium. But we'll have a, more of a big league field than it did last year. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we can't wait to have them. And uh, nothing like a summer in Buffalo. I'm sure you know the weather here. Not too uh, different from what you guys have up there in Toronto. Rob, thanks for the time this morning. Great to chat with you. And uh, hopefully everything goes smoothly with the Blue Jays here in Buffalo. I, You know, we hope they're here to stay for a long time. Uh, it's Rob Longley of the Toronto Sun joining us live on uh, what's opening day downtown in Buffalo. Yeah, and looking at the video the Blue Jays just uh, posted of all the changes at Salem Field, uh, I retweeted it if you want to go check it out. Uh, it's very interesting. It looks major league, which is going to be great for the Bisons when they come back to have AAA players having some of the benefits of the MLB. But, Brian, here's a question I have for you. Um, the visiting clubhouse out in the parking lot, is that temporary or is that going to be for the visiting clubs? I don't in know AAA why you're baseball? asking me because I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would you ask me that? You know more than I do. I don't know. Maybe it came across on a press release that I missed. No, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about the visiting clubhouse and the, uh, out wherever it is, um, it's just it looks not, like it's taking a lot of space behind the ballpark. I was wondering if no, I, that's there my for big good. question is when are we going to be able to actually go to these games and uh, have a good time at it? So people will be able to attend tonight. You can buy those t- tickets on the secondary market because all the tickets from the team sold out uh, really in a matter of minutes for Marlins, Astros, and of course the Yankees series coming up. Uh, next round of tickets, I believe, go on sale the tenth, a week from this upcoming Thursday, and that will include games that run. Through the month of June, through July 4th is the last day right now that we definitely know the team will be in Buffalo after that. It's a question mark. You heard from Rob there. He kind of expects through July uh, at least kind of these two months to be played in Buffalo. And it's played right now in front of basically half capacity at the stadium. It's um, not a normal day at the ballpark. There's your vaccinated sections. And then there's the unvaccinated sections. It's uh, no conehead walking through the aisle. You have to go see him at the concourse. It's definitely not a normal reopening uh, that you'd hope to see at opening day at the ballpark. So you're not quite getting that ballpark feel. And I, it brings it up every you know once again. And we uh, you know want to hear from you whether it's on what you're thinking of uh, baseball in Buffalo. If you're excited to go to a game. Or if you're going to hold out until it's actually open up to 100% capacity like so many other events throughout the country are, you can let us know 803-0930 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board or by giving us a call throughout the day here. Because I, to much my surprise, and you know you hear uh, the phrase trigger warning, right? That's being used a lot more like trigger warning just if 
It might be some upsetting material uh -oh. coming up ahead. Might be used for a graphic video, something uh, you know I, that might be upsetting in some way. There should have been trigger warnings for myself as I walked into work this morning because I see on uh, one local news story that restaurants throughout the area, the curfew has been lifted, and there are no remaining restrictions on restaurants. They're all lifted. That that was trigger warning for me because what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Capacity is still effectively uh, limited in every bar and restaurant. There's still plexiglass dividers that have to be there. There's still a million different restrictions that have to be, if you're a bar or restaurant owner, that you have to follow and that you don't know. What are you talking about? Everything lifted. I don't think so. And then I go on to what I've been uh, opening up just about uh, every day, and that's uh, I, the New York Times. They have a interactive map of the U.S., when states plan to fully reopen. And I've been using that to look at every day. You know, states will come out with their plans to reopen. For the longest time, it's just New York and Hawaii were the only two states without any sort of plan to reopen, to lift all COVID restrictions. And lo and behold, I go to that site this morning, and I see New York colored in dark blue. And dark blue on the map means fully open. Well, that's not true. And I'm thinking there, I'm th well, wait a second. New York, fully open because as far as I know, there's going to be a baseball game downtown and only half the stadium is going to be full. That's right. That doesn't sound fully open. There's a demand for tickets. If they allowed the full stadium to be open, it would be open. Yeah. I The last time I walked into um, you know a bar or restaurant, they were unsure if I had to put a mask on or not. They were unsure if I'm able to sit here or combine two tables with people I go out with. You sit at a bar, I'm still in my penalty box. I, That's not fully reopened to me. The Canal Side concerts aren't happening this year. Neither is Canal Fest. Neither are the fireworks in Amherst. Neither are, you know, so many other different events because of this. We're still talking about in the middle of September what restrictions we're going to put on people who go into a Bills game. Right. That is not fully reopened. We still have restrictions on people going to the state fair. There, the state fair, you name it. There are still restrictions and different. I can't have the fan on at the gym. Good thing it's under seventy degrees this week because I've been sweating in there because they're not allowed to turn the fan. That's a COVID restriction. The businesses with big AC units on the rooftop that pull in air from the outside have to put a special filter that costs hundreds or thousands of dollars, depending on how many you have to uh, switch out, to filter air coming from the outside going into the building. <laughs> That's still a restriction. So we're not fully reopened. I think tonight is a perfect example of the entire upper deck at the ballpark is full of cardboard cutouts and not people who would go to that game otherwise. Yeah. Uh, and this could have been a moment to showcase what would happen if we were fully reopen with a packed ballpark, but we're not we're there not. yet. So it was a little bit of a trigger warning when I saw two different places say that we are fully reopen. And I, am I missing the meaning of uh, fully reopen? No, no, fully, fully reopen is very misleading. You know, you talk about the ballpark tonight in Buffalo uh, and you're going to see it. It's going to look like the ballpark in Flushing on Saturday, nationally televised game against the Braves. And you have just 
patches of empty seats all over City Field on a beautiful Saturday night. And you're going to have that, not as much at Salem Field because you'll have the cardboard cutouts, uh, but you want to tell me fully reopened, then I want to see everything back and not just a full ballpark. Like Brian said, I don't need the dividers at the bar anymore. I uh, don't need a question. I still have my mask in my pocket because I'm really not sure what the rules are wherever I go. I'm not sure where the rules are here. Should I be admitting that? Um, I, I don't know where I need it, where I don't need it. You've got the fairs that have to be 50% capacity. There was a carnival in the Eastern Hills parking lot that had, you know, uh, social distancing guidance up. So it, it, don't say we're fully reopened. We've relaxed a lot of the restrictions, but we are not fully reopened. So what are you thinking about the Blue Jays? What are you thinking about being fully reopened? What does that mean to you? I'm, would you, because fully reopened is... Okay, all these restrictions from the past 15-plus months are now gone. That is fully reopened in my mind. Am I being a little too open with that? Do you have a different definition? You can let us know. 803-0930. We'll uh, head to the phones and take your calls. If you're with us, stay on when we get back here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back to Beamaz and Beamer talking about the Blue Jays playing in Buffalo starting tonight. I have a little commentary on what this means uh, for baseball in Buffalo, but first, we do have a call. We have Tim in uh, Albion. Albion? Albion. On, on line one. Hey, Tim. Yes, hi. How are you guys doing? Hey, doing good. He got the Tim right, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, really. Uh, I I just wanted to uh, say that uh, I know me and many of my friends are excited to have the, the Blue Jays in town. We're baseball fans. Uh, I've got some tickets. We've got people coming in from North Carolina in the middle of July. Uh, we're, they're, they're excited to come in and, and go to a game. Um I think it's tremendous for the downtown restaurants and bars. I mean, obviously, there's going to be quite a few games down there, uh, and that certainly has to help them. Um, And to tell you the truth, uh, I'm a Bills fan, 
but there are times when really in the in in uh, the early summer months and right now I get kind of worn out by the 24/7 barrage of constant bills information. This is to me kind of a uh, kind of a pleasant break from the constant uh, bills information. Uh, a little sports distraction, you know, throwing something different. I kind of like that. Hey Tim, I, I got to uh, you know ask, it's something that we're focusing in on today is this idea of all right, the ballpark's here. It's opening day. To me, opening day would have been great if we had everybody in the ballpark. You know, you see it all across the country. They're opening up the ballparks, opening up things for people to, you know, like you did in 2019. You would have went in, you would have bought a ticket, you would have sat down and uh, had a time. How much of a difference is that going to make to you when you go to a game that there are going to be these things? You know, it's you can't have uh, the vendors walking the aisles. You have to uh, mask on in the concourse. The seating's different. It won't be a full stadium. How much uh, does that matter to you and your experience? Well, you know, it, it's certainly going to matter. Um, you know, it, it's always fun to have kind of a, uh, you know, a full house or close to full house and to have people – uh, milling around and being able to go get a beer or a hot dog or whatever, uh, sure that that's that's going to be different. But uh, we've come a long way, and uh, I think maybe by the end of summer uh, things might be even. I, I would hope that at some point in time there might be able to be full capacity. I mean, it's the same way you go to a Bills game, you know. And what was it last year when they had? Uh, the playoffs there you know it's like what were there seven eight thousand people there it's not the same experience um but uh i guess at this point in time we have to kind of take what we get and uh it'll be fun to to go to the game all right hey tim i hope you have a good time when you do go to one of those games uh, it should be fun to have major league baseball uh here in buffalo for the summer i'm just i'm i'm past that point right and i think a lot of people share Tim sentiment that you know well it's nice that you know we're getting this you know it's nice that we're we have a little bit of this um it's nice that I can go to the games and we have the option to even though it won't be the same um you know hopefully soon that you know we can get back to wherever and I'm I'm over that right I'm done with the you know well yeah I'll, I'll just a little bit more that would be nice or I'll it's good that we have this you know I'll take what we can get I am I'm in line with I, I want to see here what we've seen across the country with no issues mm-hmm. related to COVID as a result um, that have been reported of having things open up to be able to once again freely come and go as you please, not worry about what, uh, you know, where, where do you have to wear the mask? Where do you have to stand behind the plexiglass? Where do you have to do this or that, how many tickets are available? I'm sitting by myself and, you know, the next person over is somewhere way down the line. I You see it in so many places. There's no problems. So where is the reason? Because that's my thinking is if you're going to restrict this, you're going to restrict anything. I hope it comes with a very good reason. And we're seeing all across for months and months now these case studies of full capacity events without any without even a requirement of vaccination to get in without issues coming forward yeah so where is the reasoning why we still are restricting 
who can come into a section, who is allowed to go in, how many seats we're opening up, what you can do in the concourse, what you're able to do at the bar before or after the game, uh, all these different. It was just yesterday that the uh, curfew finally came up off the bar, but they still are dealing with so much more than just the curfew. I'm kind of done with the piece by piece. Oh, well, you know, oh, I'm just glad to have this back. I'm glad to sit on a patio. No, I, I, that was last year. I was going to say. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to do those things. This year is I, I want the normalcy back or I want a really good reason of why we're being stopped from doing something yes. that I'm seeing happen all across the country. Yeah, and the good reason would be point to this, right? The good reason would be point to where they had a full stadium and a ton of cases broke out inside an outdoor stadium. Point to that. That's what that's what that's the only thing in my opinion that would be your excuse for not having where, full stadiums. Where is in New York City? It's it's been a month now since a bunch of uh, promoters and bands put together a big concert, oh, completely right. illegal. Um, shouldn't <laughs> have happened, right? Uh, according to all the rules, right in the middle of a park in New York City, it went on. Everyone was. Uh, it looked like a normal show that I would have been to with thousands of people there on top of each other, having a great time. And what have we heard from the area of New York City? Uh, ever since then from the governor. It is a shining example of our fight against COVID. It's uh, People's behavior has been exemplary, and that's the reason why over 99% of the people who get a COVID test get a negative result of the test. We're beating the virus down. The hospital numbers are as low as they've been since almost uh, October in this region and uh, across the state, lower and lower and lower. And well, what about this big event that isn't allowed to happen anywhere else? It had to be done illegally. Uh, those people are never getting a permit to hold a show at the park again uh, because they broke whatever rules. I, I didn't see anything bad nope. happen in the month after been this. Front page. I've only seen the numbers go down. I've only seen the positive trends that are bragged about by the governor every single day. So I, when do we use that information? You know, when right. do we start looking at this information and saying, Okay, I, I think we can safely say we can do this. We can allow people to make up their own mind without a serious risk to public health because I'm looking at it happen and increasingly more and more every single day. You, you watch the hockey games, the basketball games. You're looking at shows being scheduled and happening in other areas of the country. I, I'm not seeing that negative result that we're promised is going to happen if it happens here in Western New York. No, the, the only, when you give the information and you say we are at the lowest numbers since before the pandemic, the only reasonable thing to follow that up with is, so we're going back to how life was before the pandemic. That That's really all I want to hear. Or you know what? Stop giving me 1130 press conferences yeah. B- because I, I don't, A, you don't deserve the attention, and B, you're giving us nothing. You're not telling us anything new at these press conferences. You want to take credit for the low numbers, then give us our life back. And I think that's the only reason the next press conference should be that. And until then, we don't want to hear from you, I mean, really. And I think I speak for a lot of people. Yeah, I, and I, it's a shame for me because I feel like Debbie Downer over here <laughs> where, I mean, it's an exciting day, right, to have Major yeah. League Baseball back in Buffalo. It's an exciting day that fans are able to see it. I'm happy for everybody who's excited to go to the game. I'm not, I don't want to be a rain on your parade as it gets brighter out here. It looks more like baseball weather. I am not trying to do any of that whatsoever. I'm just telling my honest opinion 
if you want me to get excited about this, I you're going to have to put people in the stadium. And I'm going to have to look at what Major League Baseball should look like in Buffalo yes. with a, a whole bunch of people excited to be there, um, excited to be outside, catching some sun, catching the ball game, uh, to be done it, just like we're seeing all across the U.S. I, sure. That is when I will get really excited. That's what I was hoping opening day would be. Can I be a Debbie Downer for a second? Because I also love that Major League Baseball is in Buffalo. Um, glad the Blue Jays are decide to play their home games here. However, it does uh, it, it does remind baseball fans in Buffalo of what that stadium was actually built for. That stadium was built to bring an MLB team in. And as great as it's going to be to see the Blue Jays play there, and hopefully in front of a full stadium before they go back to Toronto at some point, it is a reminder that Salem Field was built to lure in a Major League Baseball team, and how ironic the first game back with fans is going to be against one of the four cities they lost out to. They lost out to one of two in 93, and then Buffalo, a finalist again in 98, lost out to the Rays and Arizona, and then rumored to get the Expos, and they went to Washington. So as great as it's going to be, for me, it's a little sad because it reminds me of the chances Buffalo had but never was able to get off that finalist list into the franchise-given list. I have always you know, made that argument of I do see the value of a major league team in the perception of a city. But I, and I do, you know, I would also say that we have that, you know, with the Bills being the most important thing. Right. Because when you think of – I. Green Bay, Wisconsin. I mean, come on, right? <laughs> like, who would ever, uh, you know, who would ever um, know where Green Bay, if it wasn't for that football team? So I do think, you know, in some respects, there is that uh, perception, right, that comes with being a major. But we, we have that here in Buffalo. Yes. We have that, you know, I, I never feel like a, I feel like Buffalo is a first-class city, and I do think part of that is the Bills and the Sabres and that, when you're talking about, you know, sports on a national stage, you know, other cities are mentioning Buffalo in their, you know, 11 o'clock news. You see it on ESPN. You see it in, like, all these other places to remind you, hey, Buffalo, that's a place. All right, that's a – I mean, that's something that you're not getting in Rochester. You're not right. getting in Syracuse. You're not getting – I mean, population – comparable in size, you know, when you look at the population – but it doesn't have that same mindset of a major league city that I think we have here in Buffalo, and that's in large part because of the Bills and Sabres. Now, this year, you get to add the Blue Jays to the yeah. mix, too, and it does add to the fun a little bit. I So I, I do kind of see that. There is something to that. But I'm, I'm not eaten up by it in baseball no, because— No, hey, I mean, I've I've long dealt with the fact Buffalo's not getting a baseball team, and, and I'm, I'm a Mets fan anyway of— Buffalo got a team. I actually prefer. I love having minor league baseball here in Buffalo. Oh, now I, I can't wait for the Bisons to come back. I um and I I do like uh, going to major league games. I do like drive uh, making the drive down to Pittsburgh to yes. go see the Pirates. Like it's always a fun time. It, it does have a different feel. The big leagues. This is certainly going to have a different feel in Buffalo. But I love that in the summer here in Western New York, you have an event that you can go to. Without really worrying about breaking the bank. You know, you yeah. go to a major league uh, sporting event and, you know, it's an event. I mean, it's on the calendar. It's circled. It's marked. It's, you know, it's an expensive thing. I mean, if you go to a Bills game, I 
personally speak, that is months planning in advance. <laughs> that's getting the tickets. Yep. That's setting aside the money that I know I'm going to need for a tailgate and for everything else and to just enter the stadium because it, it does take some pre-planning and it's an expensive trip, especially with the family. I That's why I, I love having Major League Baseball here because that is something that you can, you know, a lot of people can do kind of on a whim. You know, you're able to get tickets for – a relative low price. You're a lot of times able to get tickets through somebody else for no price and walk in. On the bistro in. table. Concessions are always, you know, at a reasonable yep. price. You don't really have to think twice about going and enjoying an event uh, too much. So for that, I love having the Bisons here in minor league baseball here in Buffalo every year. And it's funny, uh, our, our opening guest mentioned uh, George Springer will be joining the Jays in a week or so. If the Bisons were playing in Buffalo, we would be saying that, oh, in a week, George Springer, you know, he won a World Series. He'll be playing for the Bisons in a rehab stint if we're going to Toronto. And I always get excited for that when there's a oh, yeah, the big player. events, And people do show up for yeah. you, know, you. You notice the change in the crowds. I mean, there's more people if there's a big name coming through. And it's pretty cool to kind of see them on that smaller scale. Justin Turner did a rehab with uh, the Bisons when the Bisons were with the Mets. And it was one of my favorite games to go to. It was a packed Friday night game. And he was the last out of the game, and he signed a baseball for me. Who would have known he would have gone on to win the World Series? I think the one everyone remembers is Steven Strasburg. Oh, my gosh. here in Buffalo. All the, pro, all the promo pitchers they use is from it, that game. It was, um, I mean, it was mayhem, too. I, I, was, I remember driving around. I almost missed uh, most of the game because it was trying to find a place to park yeah. because usually, you know, you have your parking spots for games. And of course, they're all taken um, in the middle of a you know, work week, the middle of the day. That was amazing to see. So I do. There is the charm of minor league baseball, and yeah. I like having both of those here. You have the major league uh, attractions. You have the things that kind of get you the national attention in the Bills and the Sabers. You know, maybe to a lesser extent over the past few years. But you also do have the option of minor league team, not just the Bisons. You have a couple other uh, minor league team. I don't, the Bandits. I don't know if they really fall into that category because they're such a draw. It's so popular, and it can be hard to get a ticket to a Bandits game every now and then yeah. because of how popular they are. But I, I like having that easy uh, time with the family. This is going to be a little bit different, and we, we have had some people uh, chime in, 803-0930 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, of the pricing of tickets. I mean, that was one of the things I was wondering about. Now, there's going to be a lot of people who want to go for the novelty of it, to see Major League Baseball in Buffalo, but unlike the Bisons, I I don't know if you're going to multiple games a year because this is a price more in line with what you'd pay to go see a Bills game or a Sabres game. But to be fair, that is for the Blue Jays. Now, there are teams like Pittsburgh, there are teams like Tampa that are more reasonable. Are they Bison prices? Well, and, and no. But part, they, part of that is the stadium is only – it's smaller than a lot of those uh, places <laughs> as it is, and it's only allowed to be filled halfway right. because of we, you know, all the state restrictions. That plays into a lot. You know, I, I don't want to get too, too into the economics of it, but everyone talks about the prices in Buffalo wouldn't have the money of other teams. And I say you look at Tampa Bay – another team that the city of Buffalo lost out to that time in 98. Um, They have a team, and they've been pretty successful working with very cheap players, managed well, and reasonable ticket prices. So it's a a good argument because obviously it would be more expensive than Bison tickets, Uh, but it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be looking at 107 as the cheapest ticket for every game. Now, 
when the Yankees were in town, when the Red Sox are in town. We know from the Sabres yeah. that would also be for the Buffalo baseball team. Maybe the Oakland A's will move to Buffalo. Who knows? Well, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun <laughs> run, and uh, I know a lot of people are gonna really enjoy themselves tonight. Like I said, I'm, we're not trying to be. Um, no, <laughs> you know, I just, it's if great I, for the city. It's great for business. It's, it's great for business downtown. Oh, I'm really happy for um, them. Like our caller said uh, just a few minutes ago, can you imagine uh, running one of these places downtown? By the ballpark, and there has been nothing. There's been no big events. There's been nothing to draw people to a bar or a restaurant or any, you know, a retail shop, anywhere you'd normally go if you were hanging hanging around downtown. It's not just no events. How many people are working remotely and still haven't returned to the, uh, you know, daily commute downtown? It is going to be such a welcome, you know, return to some much-needed business for a lot of these places that, you know, no matter what the capacity of the stadium is, they're going to be able to see the effect of that. And that's such a great thing. I if I just say, if you're asking me to be truthful, which I, you know, I'm open and honest how I'm actually feeling about it, it's fun. It's great there's fans there for the first time. But you want me to get really excited, uh, join, you know, 48 other states in the nation yeah. and announce when all the restrictions are going to be lifted so you can have baseball in Buffalo the way it was meant to be. Um, not, you know, we'll worry about where you're sitting. I'll, I'll put my mask on when I'm in the concourse. I can't have Conehead walk through the aisle, even outdoors in a vaccinated section. For some reason, I'm, uh, you know, that's not allowed. One of the rules. It, it, it does take a lot of the enjoyment out of it for me to kind of be looking around and still have this reminder of, oh, yeah, we're still – we're not there yet. We're not uh, in a place where so many other states are. We're not one of these other games where fans are packed in the stadium, sitting wherever they want to be. We are still in a state of restriction of what you are and aren't able to do. And that would take a little bit of the enjoyment away from me. And I hope everyone goes and has yeah. a great time tonight. I'm sure you will. And I, I hope before they go to Toronto, like Brian said, they can pack that stadium. Now, the Blue Jays could say, hey, we're just going to do vaccinated sections and have a full stadium. Uh, the Knicks did that. And, Brian, I don't know if you've been following. Since the Knicks announced that in the second round it'll be only vaccinated sections, they have not won a game. So I'm not sure the Blue Jays are going to follow suit and announce that for games here in Buffalo. But you have the low numbers. You have an outdoor event. Let's pack that stadium. Before they go to Toronto, let's give Salem Field a few more promo shots uh, for upcoming promotions. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be uh, – it's very cool to see all the signage, the new thing. Somebody uh, texting in, can I buy a Salem hot dog at Salem Field? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to? Yeah. Uh, go and, Multiple. Go and eat 10 of them yeah. uh, tonight. Hopefully someone catches a uh, foul ball inside of a beer and is able to chug it, and we're uh, you know making the highlights <laughs> on that. It's going to be fun to see the highlight. I'm going to be tuning in. And this is what I do um, and what I was doing last year, and I'm going to be doing it more so today. I'm going to be chime- – I never watch ESPN or anything like that in the morning. I'll be flipping that on to see, you know, if the Blue Jays in Buffalo get any love, if anything, uh, you know, notable happens in the game, if they're on SportsCenter or something. And here's the thing. So MLB, um, MLB.TV, it's not blacked out. The Blue Jays are not blacked out in Buffalo on MLB.TV. You can watch the game that way. Um, you can also, MLB Network until 9.30 is going to have MLB Tonight, where they jump from game to game. So they will obviously be jumping to the Jays-Marlins game. So you can have the MLB Network on before they go to the LA-San uh, Francisco game at 9.30. So, you know, it's, I think it will be really cool, like it was last year when the Mets put 18 runs up on the Jays. I think it will be really cool to see this stadium with fans in the national spotlight 
throughout the next few weeks. With the light. Hey, did you notice on all the changes, you know, the signage and all the blue gets all the love? Yeah. They put new foul poles up. Oh. And they're way shorter than what they used to be. And apparently the old foul poles were way taller than they need to be for regulation. <laughs> I always thought of going, you know, the years of going to the ballpark, yeah. the foul poles needed to be super, super tall. Apparently not. So there's brand new foul poles in there, and I it just seems like they, you know, took an axe to it, and Paul Bunyan chopped down the, <laughs> half the foul pole. I didn't even notice that until you said something. They're, they're right. much shorter. And I don't know. It's just like one of those funny little quirks, a uh, cool thing that changes in the stadium. And here's the best part, in my opinion, the best part of all this. I'm looking at an, uh, an overhead of the field. The field's going to look like a professional baseball field, even when the Bisons return, because of yeah. all the work they've done. It looks amazing. The lighting, the everything. So, yeah, a lot of good things, and it's exciting to be talking on the radio on an opening day That's right. in Western New York. And you know what? If the Blue Jays want to leave their music at Salem Field when they go back to the Rogers Center, if the Blue Jays they want could to, use some updating of the music. How many teams make the playoffs this year? Are they still doing like uh, no, everyone back, gets in? No, it's, oh. it's back to division winners and two wild card. So, uh, maybe. Very and possible. Maybe we'll have some playoff baseball here in Buffalo, Only six too. and a half back in June. A lot of baseball that would left be to cool. be played. That would be very cool. Well, hey, we'll be with you here tomorrow, and I'm sure if, you wanna, if you're want to, if you going to the game, you want to let us know how it was. Uh, you can do so at 9 o'clock here tomorrow. BMS and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.